Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I wanna to talk to you more about how to successfully find problems worth solving by focusing on the bottleneck. Now, if you're unfamiliar with what a bottleneck is, you can think of it like the slowest step in a process. It's what's slowing everything down from being completed more quickly and efficiently. Think of it like trying to cross a bridge. In the US, there are bridges everywhere. Typically, they go over some form of waterway. And usually on either side, there may be a larger highway or road that can handle more traffic perhaps than the toll itself can. And obviously a toll requires usually some form of process or at least it did for someone to be able to pay it in order to get through it. So you need to stop or slow down considerably in order to make your way through the toll. But if you looked at this as like a visual representation, you would see people essentially piling up or the line starting to queue before they get to the toll because it's slowing the process down, as opposed to if there was no toll there even to begin with. That's referred to as a bottleneck. There's a bottleneck in the process. And there's been things to optimize even that example that I gave as well too, because we used to just pay some form of a fee, accept cash, whatever, different forms of payment, and they came up with something referred to as EasyPass. And now you can just attach that to your car and you can essentially drive right through can't go the same speed that you were traveling to get to the toll, but you can essentially, you don't need to stop anymore, which has sped that process up considerably. That's a solution to solve a potential bottleneck because that started to really cause problems as it pertained to traffic and that caused other impact, wear and tear on the infrastructure, et cetera, slowing people down, all that kind of stuff. So, your focus should almost exclusively be on the bottleneck in terms of what it is your product should be doing almost at all times. And if you're focused on the bottleneck, that means that you are going to get the best return on investment for the resources because you're always going to be optimizing the step that needs it most. Another example I could share with you is a, a like a manufacturing plant. Think of how cars are made, for example. That's typically a helpful visual. There's usually an assembly line, right? In terms of car might start with a frame and then all the pieces and parts go onto the car so that it starts just as a base frame but then once it's done it rolls off the assembly line under its own power because now it's a fully functional vehicle now in order to create that vehicle there's a bunch of steps along the way often referred to as stations where each of those components are installed on the vehicle like for example wheels doors windshields those types of things. Now, the challenge here is that if you are not focused on the step in the process, which is the bottleneck, then you're not gonna get the best return on investment from an optimization standpoint. So for example, if applying the windshields and the glass to the vehicle is not the slowest step in the process, but you are focused on optimizing that step, you're not gonna get a great return on investment and you're not gonna provide a ton of value because there wasn't a lot of negative impact due to that step. So if instead the bottleneck is putting the doors on the car, for example, and you focus on how to optimize that step, then you're going to improve the entire process. Because if you try to optimize something that's not the slowest step, you're not gonna see a change in the output, which ultimately will not impact the outcome, which is what you're really trying to do. So if I try to optimize the step that's not the slowest or the bottleneck, then I'm not gonna see more cars rolling off the assembly line from the work that I invested. And I'm not gonna see, I'm not gonna be able to sell more vehicles either, but I will have spent money and invested time and effort in order to try to improve something with little to show for it. 
but if instead I focus that on the area that is the bottleneck, as in where the doors are placed on the car, for example, and I am able to speed that step up to at least catch up the rest of the assembly line, then I'm going to be able to complete more cars in the same period of time. And I'm going to be able to sell more cars as well, too, because now I'm able to manufacture more. That's going to move the needle related to what's probably most important, which is selling units, generating revenue, and creating a more profitable company. So I hope this helps you understand really why the bottleneck is so important here. Now, some of the common mistakes that I see are folks that are either unaware of this concept or haven't applied it to their target market in terms of what their B2B SaaS is supposed to do. And if you haven't done this, then the probability is significantly higher that you are more than likely going to optimize a step that is not the bottleneck, which is not going to provide a great return. Now, that might not be as obvious to you as why it's, this is the problem. So that's why I'm describing it in this way, because I've seen people solve what I refer to is not the top problem, right? We want to focus on the top problem we're solving. And for me, that almost always overlaps with the bottleneck along the critical path of operations for your target market customer. If you're not doing that, then you're solving a problem that isn't at the top of their list. And if that's the case, it'll be harder to sell, harder to generate revenue from, harder to get them to use the product consistently. A lot of these symptoms will be there, but you might not put two and two together as you are witnessing all of these to better understand what mistake was made to prevent your product from being more successful. So this is a lesson in make sure that you are always focused on the bottleneck and also make sure that you understand that the bottleneck never truly goes away. The bottleneck just moves. So if you optimize a step in the process in terms of doors going on the car, that means another step in the process is now the slowest. That might be wheels going on the car, right? So you just repeat the process. And as you continually repeat this process, whatever floats to the top, that's the next problem, top problem worth solving for your B2B SaaS. And you continually do that to just continuously make your product better. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.